Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another The Arsidio Buck Show podcast. This one is live at the same time I normally, of course, launch my episodes and whatnot. And today I'm talking about the biggest thing that most podcasters do wrong. So you know what? It's it's really funny because when you come into a road, you know, and you ask, of course, another partner, you say, okay, let's go this way. And they say, no, let's go the other way. And you're like, no, this way, we should definitely go this way. And he says, no, we go this way. And I'm like, okay, well, we're just going to part ways. This is called life, people, okay? When you're not on the same track, when you're not on the same page and whatnot, either you could come to agreement or you could just say, hey, you know what? We've had a fantastic run. Let's just go on. Or let's move on to another. And one of the biggest issues I see is that some people accept the ideas of really ugly individuals out there. Now, I'm not going to name this podcaster because he does not deserve a name whatsoever. Um, But the thing is, what do most podcasters do wrong? Well, first and foremost, we must identify what a podcaster is. Now, most podcasters, they are not people of influence. Now, I love Lewis Hose. But he's not per- a person of influence, okay? I love, uh, what is it? Now, Gary Vee, of course, is a person of influence. Now, there's one person that is just not influenced whatsoever. He's just driven off money and showing his money on his website. And you know what? He's also a very nasty dog towards his interviewees. He believes that he is perfect. And I can't believe that a lot of people do follow him because he resembles a person like Steve Jobs, for the lack of a better term. And so, or for the lack of a better name, but not to throw any dirt on anyone's name who cannot defend themselves. I do not care, okay? I'm just trying to make a point here that there are some people that threaten interviewees, okay? So before their their podcast, uh, let's just say a team of members say, hey, if you don't have a vision or blah, 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 we're going to expose you on this podcast. Like, if your intent is to go after people and embarrass them, you have not only a nasty heart, you are basically a tumor to the whole realm. And that's not what podcasters are. Podcasters, you have a voice. You have a voice that can inspire. Now, if you want to talk about dumb shit like what is that uh, that cold case stuff, you know, like serial killers or all that stuff, fine. Because there's, a, there's, there's an audience out there that will listen to that shit, okay? There are other audiences that will listen to this and that and this and that. And it's great because you know what? You can make money from it. And if it's your passion to talk about, you know, people dying and people being murdered and legs being cut off, fine. That's whatever it is. That's up to you. But when you bring interviewees on, this is now how we're getting into how to become an effective podcaster. Guys, when I first started this, the listeners were a byproduct of me. They were. I was doing this because I needed to get over some hump, like the psychological warfare that I was going through in my life here in Thailand. All right. The people saying that you, the black man, low class pimp being denied 150 jobs. I remember going to some jobs and, you know, them saying, "Okay, you, you, you black man, go. It was that. This is why I had to start talking about my experience. So if you go back and date to 2016 and look at a number of my podcasts I did throughout that year, you would see that maybe every month or maybe even every three weeks, I would talk about something Thailand to voice out my opinion. But then, of course, 2017 came along and then 2018, it was just full on. I I literally over I had overcome everything in the past. And so when I first started this journey, I didn't think for one moment, hey, maybe I should bring people on to talk. I didn't know people did that. 
I didn't know how to do research. I didn't have the resources around me. I wasn't developing. I was developing, you know, through books only, but not through other YouTubers and other podcasters. I didn't know about Gary Vee and all these other things, nor was he that popular back then. Um, but what I would do is I would take people on journeys. So when you're listening to a podcast, of course, as you guys are listening to this one, and of course, if some of you want to start a podcast in your native language, which is huge because the markets are there, there aren't any Chinese people who are doing podcasts right now. Okay. There's probably one Thai guy that's doing a podcast, but Thai people are not audio. They're visual. So you have to really look at the demographics and what, you know, represent my alarm. That's wonderful. Anyways, you have to really look at, <laughs> you have to really look at the, um, the representational systems <laughs> of, that completely threw me off. The representational systems of human beings. Okay. Thai people, they are not, and I repeat, they are not audio. They are more visual people. That's why they like sitting in front of the TV and watching YouTube and stuff on Facebook. All right? Depending on what your country is. But let's get even more deeper into this. What are the things that they do wrong? 21 questions. So if you look at some of the top guys out there, well, I wouldn't even say top, okay? But the people who bring people onto their show, okay? Now, I love Lewis Hose. All right, his book, Mask of Masculinity, was more life-changing than anything I've ever heard, right? But when it comes to his podcast, it's always the, what's been your biggest influence in life? Give me, give me a, a, your, your biggest failure. And I'm like, oh my God, that's not really actionable for the listeners. So I remember he posted something because I love Jason Silva. And I'm like, oh my God, you brought Jason Silva back on. This should be a great podcast. So I'm listening and I'm like... I'm 25 minutes in, and I'm like, what the hell am I listening to? I could be listening to the Rich Dad, Poor Dad book audio or the Abundance Now audio book, and I could get more out of that that's very actionable at a vi- like, like very quickly, right? So I turned it off, and I said, you know what? I just believe that podcasts are not what they used to be. Pat Flynn's podcast is amazing. Why he brings people on, and he asks people, like in terms of their specific field of endeavor, and say, okay, how can people go about putting their products online, doing this? Okay, how about the green funnel, the funnel sales, all that stuff. And it's so enlightening. It's so empowering. I love it so much because I get so much out of it. That's the only podcast I listen to. I would listen to, of course, Jim Quick for an extended amount of time, as a matter of fact. And with Jim Quick, um, he would bring other people on and these other people would probably go on a rant. Now, guys, I'm not saying I'm the best at this, okay? I'm just very grateful to, of course, have the privilege to voice my, uh, you know, voice everything I've been through along with a segment that you guys can learn from. But if you say, what was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? What's the best piece of advice you've ever received? What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? You know, what? and I'm just like, really, guys, I mean, Oh my God, it's just all based on opinions. So what's the, what's holding you back as an entrepreneur? Okay, other people's opinions, got it. Okay, what's the best uh, piece of advice you've ever received? No one gives a damn about the best piece of advice that another person ever received. What's a personal habit that should, contributes to your success? You already know that it's going to be based on morning routines and developing morning routines. Guys, that is not authentic. And this is why I love authenticity. This is why I stopped... Putting, of course, uh, podcastees. I stopped doing like the regular household interviews and I started up an enlightenment series because 
for instance, if you listen to the Isabel Hunt podcast, I was asking things that were very relatable to the audience, and she talked about so many things that were unbelievably rela- relatable. And if you listen to that, it's beyond empowering. I brought on a lifestyle specialist and a business uh, coach strategist, Lisa Trigo, the last time, and that was fire. I'm going to be bringing on other people in terms of like funnel sales and email funnels and everything because it's enlightenment. What can people hurry up and use immediately? But with a lot of podcasters out there like, okay, if you interview Tony Robbins, woohoo, you already know what Tony Robbins is going to say. We all know Tony Robbins. Oh, what was your greatest, your biggest failure? You know, what stopped you from becoming a, who gives a damn? We already know that story. So if you said, Arsenio, how about you interview people that we already know? Like the Gary V. I can never, ever, ever interview Gary V. I know his story. I could just tell his story. You know, I'm going to have to ask him very, very, very specific questions that relate to the audience. So that's why I've graduated from Gary V. See, Lisa Nichols, can I interview Lisa Nichols? No, because... I know her story. Hey, so Lisa, tell us, you know, tell the world who you are. Because, again, people who are listening to my podcast can just listen to her. (sighs) Guys, what I'm trying to say here is authenticity. And this is why I like taking everyone on a journey. This is why my ESL podcast is a massive hit right now. Because, for instance, uh, who, who was it that I just posted recently? Andre. Okay, I had Andre, of course, come on my podcast recently, and it was complete fire. It was amazing because you know what? Andre took us on this journey, and I took Andre on a journey from the very moment we met. And then, hey, you know what? Your grandma, she didn't really like me. And then he told her about her mindset as an older individual coming from Puerto Rico. We talked about overcoming his the death of his sister, overcoming the death of a bandmate, you know, him confronting his father only for his father to die four months later. You see what I mean? These are all relatable things, regret and massive topics that a lot of people are suffering from in present age. That podcast alone is probably better than most podcasts on the Ask Gary V on a lot of different things. Why? Because it hits home for a lot of people. And we talk about how we were able to overcome it. With Gary V, oh yeah, you know, you're just going to talk about his life. And what do you think people are doing right now? People need to stop making excuses. Yes, of course, we know that. We know this, we know that. Yeah, but go deeper. Give me examples from your life. And see, this is why Tom Bilyeu, I used to love him. Um, what is it? Uh, one of his best uh, interviews had to be with Lisa Nichols. Uh, Wyclef John was amazing. Uh, or yeah, Wyclef, Wyclef John, is that his name? Wyclef, he was on there. That was an amazing podcast. He had Princeton Smiles on there. That was an amazing podcast. But all the other people like Lily Singh, Lily Singh can't teach me a goddamn thing about anything. You know, Doc, Dr. Joe Dispenza, that was probably the most life-changing that he's ever done because he went, he dove deep into that. But if you bring people on where I just, you know, just shrug my shoulders and whatnot, you know, it's just like, okay. But the thing is with Tom, ah. <sighs> If you listen to some of his podcast, he doesn't ask the 21 questions because we already know that. This is why he's such a good podcaster and whatnot. But what he's doing with this podcast, he has those interruptions on the podcast platform saying, hey, guys, Skillshare, if you would like to, you know, develop your skills in the middle of a podcast, how annoying could that be? Now, if you're going to advertise, advertise on other things, but I've never heard of anyone advertising on a podcast. If that happens, I literally delete it because it's a waste of my time. Also, 
pre-rolls and end-rolls. A lot of people like this, okay? Maybe, it, you know, a lot of people like listening to that pre-roll and end-roll. Oh, this is the Gary V. With Pat Flynn, I always fast-forward, and I miss whatever they say at the very beginning. I go straight to the five-minute mark because I don't care about pre-rolls, and I sure as hell don't care about end-rolls, right? So, again, I think being as authentic as possible, if you guys first heard me speak, hey, guys, welcome back. I don't record any of that. I do that all the time. And I think that's what makes mine so much more authentic than others. Now, if you guys want pre-rolls and end-rolls, that's entirely up to you. But you know what? I just love it being as real as possible. As real as possible. You can have your videographer. You can have people develop this, develop that. There was one entrepreneur from um, from Venezuela who was on, uh, what is it, uh, who was on my podcast and who she, po- you know, interview on hours and whatnot. And her videographer did so many amazing things. He broke up a lot of different segments and whatnot. That's fantastic. But man, I like it as raw as possible. And so if you just, if you don't go along with that journey and you veer off and go on to another topic when you could go deeper, I just don't, I, I would never do something like that. You know, this is why the podcast with David Moore was the most amazing podcast I've ever had because I took him on a journey. I said, David, talk to us from the beginning of time and what was happening in your life before you started venturing out to some of the tallest mountains in the world. And he talked about it. And you know what? With that, people relate immediately because he was like, you know what? I don't need your this. I don't need your that. He was talking to dolls. He was losing his mind. Then he started going out and every mountain peak represented a particular part of life that he needed to overcome and that's what made that podcast probably the best I've ever heard or I've ever done in my life because I went on that journey with him at the end I'm like David so you know you know just to sum this all up what are some things that people could take away immediately and you know what he gave those things that's the only bullshit ass question that I asked and I said, you know what? Let's talk about Argentina. Now, what's the what was the most dangerous one you've done? Oh, Argentina because of high wind speeds. And you know what? The metaphor of his father and the allegory and everything that he talked about, it related to me so much. So that really hit me hard while we were doing it live. You see what I mean? So again, guys, not that many people, not that many podcasters can get stuff. And that's why I don't like interviewing entrepreneurs. Because entrepreneurs, a lot of them are privileged. A lot of them are entitled. And a lot of them are... They never really been through the, the 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 grime of a lot of things. This is why David Goggins would be an excellent interviewee. But the people who interview David Goggins, they don't really know how to take him on that journey. Now, again, I'm not saying I'm perfect. But again, if you just ask the same bullshit questions and you, it, oh my God, I, I've seen people and I'm like, okay, well, that's interesting. Again, you guys probably say that when you hear me, that's completely fine. <sighs> but the goal is to take something away from it. There was a guy, his name was Ken, didn't even know he was like 76 years old. And of course, here in Thailand, (laughs) he was a teacher. And I remember I said, Ken, I'm planning on writing a book about my life. And he's like, Arsenio, before you write a book, you need to make sure that whatever they read, they can take something with it, put it in their pocket and go. And I have kept that near my heart the entire time because I know every time I do a podcast now, I want someone to take that Put it in their pocket and go. This is why the Stephen uh, Covey's autobiographical responses, the emotional bank account, uh, the, oh my God, there are probably about five to seven, what is it, No, remember that no one ever kicks a dead dog. Um, this is why these blogs and those podcasts have reached ridiculous amounts of plays and views because 
people take something home with it. And so that's why I'm trying to make my blogs, of course, in present day, the same exact magnitude. This is why my ESL blogs obviously are just skyrocketing because they could take something immediately home with it, especially a description on how to do everything. And they have exercises. So again, guys, and when you're a podcaster, don't interrupt. Please don't interrupt. So one of the worst podcasts and one of the worst Ask Gary V's I've ever seen in my life was with him and Tony Robbins. You have two dominant males who are trying to talk over one another for 45 minutes. It was ridiculously cringe. They were touching each other's arms to indicate, yeah, I'm going to talk now. 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 It was just constant interruptions. There was no flow whatsoever. It was pathetic. And it's because one man wanted to talk over another. Now, if you, again, man, this is the next podcast I'm going to be talking about tomorrow. Listening first. You have to be an excellent listener. And a lot of people be like, oh, well, I really suck at listening. Gary Vee would say that. Oh, well, I'm not really, I'm not a really good listener. Well, you could develop that real easily. And if you're not a good listener, that's not really good. But you know, it's a skill that you could develop almost immediately. Now, if you're not a good graphic designer, you're not good at YouTube, that's fine. But if you're not a good listener... That's a quality in a human being that you absolutely need. You got to be able to sit back. And this is why I ask the questions. You never hear me interrupt anyone, you know. And so when someone's talking, I let them talk all the way through. And then with me, of course, being a teacher, I know when they're summing it up. And I know when their voice tonality is going down. And I say, okay, now I can put my thing in. Now, interrupting and saying, wait, I I need to interrupt you. What was that? And and it's not even an important point that the audience needs to know. Something that that specific person wants to know at that specific moment. Oh, my God. So, guys, these are the things. To sum this all up, you need to be unique. You don't need to fit in like the other ones. You don't want to fit in like mediocrity. If you want to be mediocre, you're going to have just the same amount of podcast views and everything just as everyone else. People say, oh, Lewis Hose, he's really great. Lewis Hose has been in the game for a very, very long time. Yes, he is great. However, Lewis Hose does the same thing that 80 to 90% of other podcasters do. Yes, he does ask some pretty good questions throughout that. But then he goes on to another question, another general bullshit question that it sounds like you could, you know, something on an application or something you would fill out on a TEDx application. I don't like that. I like being authentic. And when it comes to life, when it comes to anything, you need to be willing to stand out from everyone else. If you just fit in with normalcy, hey, you know what? Just take away that uniqueness that's embedded in you. The only way you're going to become a huge success is by doing something way outside the box. But know that people will start talking about you. Know that this will happen. It's kind of like I told you guys about the troll the other day, um, which has probably gone away already. But – um. It's all about just not fitting in. And it's all about just knowing that, hey, you are going to get criticism throughout this process, but be ready for it. You're already, you know, so guys, please hear me out on this. Guys, figure it out. You need to understand how. And the thing is, you're not going to be the best when you start, you know, when you start a podcast and whatnot. You're not going to know what you're doing. It's all about taking those steps, listening to your audience if they do speak to you, and just going on from there. So, guys, with that being said, man, thank you so much for tuning in to another 
the Arsenio Buck Show podcast. I hope this has helped you guys out. There's going to be two blogs that we'll be posting today. One of them will be this one, so stay tuned for that. And I got myself a long day ahead. There's going to be a lot of paperwork that will be given to a lot of different people. So I got to get that all down pat. But man, you guys stay tuned. Tomorrow, yes, Stephen Covey will be back. If you guys want to listen to me live, make sure you subscribe to my Spreaker S. P-R-E-A-K-E-R-K-E-R-K-E-R. All right, got it? Uh, The Arsenio Buck Show, if you follow me on there, you will get the live update in terms of when I go live. I know a lot of you listen to me on Spotify. That's wonderful. But when I go live, if you want to ask me questions live, you guys can do that too. So with that being said, thank you so much for tuning in to another podcast. Stay tuned for more. I'm your host, as usual, over and out.